It's Friday. Here's the Devato for the Sedra of Sedras of Bahar and Bukhukosai. The ideas this week come from Sivan Rachav Meir. We've quoted her before, and here are some beautiful insights into this week's Sedra. Pasuk says, Your brother becomes destitute, and his hand falters beside you. You shall support him. As a convert or a resident, so that he shall live with you. Says Sivan Rachav Meir, it can be difficult to see the first cracks. It's easy to miss those moments when it's still possible to mend the situation easily. The Pasuk is about when a person's financial situation begins to worsen, and the Torah demands you shall support him. Rashi writes that we must not allow him to fall and collapse completely, but must support him while he is still faltering, before he has completely fallen. Rashi compares this to a donkey carrying a heavy load. If the burden becomes unsteady, when it's still on the donkey, one person can stabilize it. However, once the burden has fallen to the ground and its contents are strewn all over, even five people can't return the burden to its previous state. Early detection is very much needed. It's also worth noting, she writes, that when someone can still be helped in the early stages of a crisis, it's less newsworthy. When everything has collapsed and a person has fallen into the gutters of society and lives on the street, then we have a news item. The same principle applies to other crises in life. Do we start marital therapy when small problems begin, or do we wait until, God forbid, the marriage has come to an end or a dead end? Do we begin worrying about at-risk youngsters only when the situation has already blown up, or do we try and help them at an early stage? Do we go for treatment when we're already sick or do we undertake tests that enable early detection? At what point do we begin therapy for emotional problems? The Torah's commandment should make us aware about ourselves and others and try and detect the problems when they first emerged. Let's hold on and not let people fall. What about Bukhukosai? What, what does she teach us here? So let's look at the very first pasuk. If you follow my statutes, and you observe my commandments, says Hashem, and you shall and you do them, and then Hashem promises all manner of wonderful gifts that will allow us to survive in the land of Israel. But we've had this pasuk before, it sounds like. If you follow my statutes, I'll grant peace in the land. The land demands that we live according to the rules and values set out in the Torah. But here, the commentators are all fascinated by the word Bukhukosai. And it perhaps indicates that we're not talking about technical aspects or the dry letter of the law, but about something more fundamental. The root of the word bechukosai is the same as to engrave, chakak. If you use a pen to write instructions on a piece of paper, two separate items are needed and they never really become one. But if you engrave words in stone, the letters and the stone merge to become one inseparable unit. The Torah is meant to be engraved on our hearts that we identify totally with what it says and internalize the laws until we and the Torah become one entity. That's what the Torah is saying here. If you follow my statutes, the statutes are engraved in us and are part of our essence. We keep them willingly because they come from within. Now we haven't got long till Shavuos. What type of relationship do we have with the Torah and with people that follow it? Is it engraved? Is it superficial? Is it something we tap into for social prestige? Or just to fit in a community that we like? Or have we succeeded in making it part of our identity in a fuller sense?
That is the question we all must ask, ask, ask ourselves this week. Have a wonderful day and a lovely Shabbos. Chazak, chazak, v'nis chazak.